This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is my interview with actor Jeremy Allen White from The Rental. Let me show you out back and then I'll get out of your hair. The stars are insane out here. I should have brought the telescope. What do you need a telescope in the city for? Unless you're like a peeping Tom or something. You are listening to the Next Best Picture Podcast. I am your host, Matt Neglia. I am being joined today by Jeremy Allen White, actor in the new film The Rental, of uh, a directorial debut of Dave Franco. You may recognize Jeremy from a little show called Shameless. It's only been on for the last decade or so. But if you have not seen him in that, uh, you can also catch him out in After Everything and Vienna and the Phantoms. Jeremy. Hey. How you doing, man? It's a crazy world we're living in right now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's certainly it's certainly strange times. Yeah, 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 and uh, especially for uh, this film to be uh, released right now, you know, a claustrophobic thriller that takes place uh, mostly indoors for the most part, kind of timely in a sort of way, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so for sure. You know, um, and I also think you know it's interesting this this movie, um, such a small movie, small cast, small crew. Um, we shot it in a very small town. I do a lot more movies like this are probably going to be made some like low budget, very small movies in, in these times, you know? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I think we're going to see a lot of innovation and ingenuity come out of filmmakers over the next uh, hopefully couple of months. I mean, you know, right. people are anxious to get back to the production again. So I totally understand what you mean by that. Absolutely. 
How did you come aboard the project, uh, seeing as how this is uh, Dave Franco's first directorial feature? Uh, you know, how, how did you get cast? Yeah, I um, I got I got I got lucky, man. I uh, cold email from Dave. Um, I was sitting at home and uh, <laughs> checked my email, and I had an email from Dave Franco, whom I had never met before, um, and he was just uh, had a very nice uh, just saying, you know, hey, I've been watching do for a long time, and um, I think you're, I think you're good uh, at what you do. And I'd love you to be a part of this project if you're into it. And they sent me the script. Um, and, you know, I saw, I was already a big fan of Dave's um, acting. Um, and I saw he wrote it with Joe Swanberg, who's a really wonderful writer and director that I um, was also a fan of. Um, and I believe they already had Alison Brie and Dan Stevens attached at that time. And I was a huge, uh, still am huge fan of, of theirs. Um, and then I read the script and, you know, I, um, I don't know if I had ever, you know, set out to do a horror movie. Um, but with these kind of like talented folks, uh, attached to it and the take that Dave and Joe had on it, like, uh, I think the fear that they were tapping into was just like a very plausible fear. It didn't seem too far out to me. It seemed like a very like accessible fear. Um, and I thought that that was really interesting. Um, and I loved, I loved the character of Josh, you know, I just uh, really felt for him. Um, so, so yeah, it just seemed, uh, it seemed like an easy, an easy yes from me. Yeah. There's a great deal of, uh, sympathy for your character, Josh, in this film. That's, uh, pretty much built up from the get-go being the uh black sheep child yeah. uh brother if you will to um dan stevens's character charlie and i'm curious to know uh you know since you're playing uh, a character that has that level of complexity to it uh what was it like working with the other actors and also with franco to help develop that character or was it pretty much exactly as it read on the page yeah you know i mean i think there's some background work I think everybody did you know just for their own narrative um as for the other actors I felt really lucky I mean there are some real like vets um their 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 film careers are already very impressive and, and they're still very young all three of them Sheila Dan and Allison um so I was really excited to work with and, and learn from those guys it was really really nice um, I mean, aside from him being just like so kind and smart and all of those things, he's, um, he's, you know, a really wonderful actor. And so I felt like I was in really good hands that, that I had like a really nice safety net. Uh, he, he's a very safe work environment. You know what I mean? He, um, yeah, he made me feel like I could fall on my face going too big, going too small, um, that he would have my back and, and cause he's been in that position, you know, as an actor. Um, so, so that was, you know, that was, uh, that was really wonderful as well. You know, I think we, we had such a small cast and a small crew and everybody was just so, so kind. I, it was really important to Dave. I remember in one of our like earlier meetings, um, uh, the, the kindness of, of the crew and the cast was so high up on his list. And I don't know if that's always the case on other projects. And, and I really appreciated it because it made everybody, um, it made everybody want to do really good work, you know, which, which is invaluable. Sure. Totally. I, I completely understand that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. You talked earlier about um, anxieties and fears that this movie uh, steps into. It's not so much a conventional horror film, but more of a relatable one because the fears that these characters are experiencing are, well, extremely realistic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, plausible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. So I'm just curious to know, is that something that attracts you as an actor, something that's more grounded and not so fantastical? Yeah, I mean, I think what was nice out Dave's movie is it was kind of like the best of both worlds. Um, you know, I think that Dave's approach with us as the actors was to kind of approach the whole thing as more of like a character study. And it was just about these relationships, the cracks in relationships, and how well do you really know these people that you, you think you know so well? You know? Those were the big questions. And then, of course, there's this, you know, there's this this unseen um, menacing character that world of things about and we you know don't know about. So I don't know. I thought it was it was interesting. In the morning, I would feel like I'm doing scene work with a really actor because I was, and and later in the day, you know, someone's screaming and I'm jumping over rocks and there's blood gushing and you know. So I felt. I felt like we were kind of like genre bending in a, in a really, in a really fun way that I got to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I totally see what you mean by that. In terms of like working with the other actors, I know that uh, you mentioned before it's, it was a really strong camaraderie on set, small crew, small shoot. Yeah. Uh, did you guys get like any kind of rehearsal time or was it just go, go, go from the minute that you guys went into production? You know, it was it was really nice. We we got I would say like five days up in Oregon before filming, and and I did something really nice. Um, if I have the opportunity, I'll do it again. Which is, I drove from LA to Bandon on my own, and I kind of I feel like my rehearsal and and prep like a lot of stuff happened there because I was in in my head the whole time. Um, and then as soon as we arrived, we had a very small table read four of us actors, Dave and uh, the DP Christian Springer. And, um, and we went through all the dialogue and Dave was like, look, if you have an issue, if there's anything um, you're not into or you want to work or you want to tweak, now's the time, let's go through it. And we spent one kind of like full afternoon into the evening, um, really like breaking it down, talking about character, changing things here and there. And, 
it was just so generous of Dave. And, um, and it was a really nice way to, I think, to like jumpstart the rehearsal process because it made us as actors feel like we had control and, and that we, um, we were even more involved and that Dave was just so, so open and, and generous right off the bat, you know? I love hearing that. I, I mean, I, I did a little bit of production myself early on uh, when I was like in college and the collaborative process is always something that I always gravitated towards. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Are there any moments uh, from set? I imagine because, you know, working in such uh, close proximity with the same people, there had to have been some goofs or laughs or just a memorable moment from set that I'm sure you could divulge in a story or two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if I remember exact details, but, I, you know, I will tell you that, that um, you know, the whole second half of the movie, we were shooting night. And so everybody yeah. was getting pretty pretty goofy we were wrapping around 6 a.m every day um and so yeah i I think i think we were we did a lot of improvisation but in in the wee hours um i think uh uh, people started uh people started getting a a little goofy especially dan um and he was was improvising some stuff that uh, i don't think was um was on brand in the movie but it was it was very fun nonetheless I mean, Allison Breeze definitely got some funny moments to be sure, uh, especially in uh, her night scenes uh, towards the end of the film. I'm sure she had a lot to play with, so yeah, I could definitely yeah. get that vibe. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think she's very, very comfortable. Allison's very comfortable yeah. in, in the comedy, uh, in the comedy world. She she thrives. I mean, she thrives in 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 everything, but uh, yeah, comedy especially. Of course. And then I'm sure you're getting asked this probably a lot, but I haven't heard it. So I want to know, have you ever had like a terrible Airbnb experience? Uh, obviously nothing at the level of the rental, but no. <laughs> is there uh, any kind of experience you've had with an Airbnb? I, I wish I wish I had a, a, had a better story. But I, you know, before filming the movie, I'd always kind of been like a like if I had the option, I would always stay in a hotel. That was just like the kind of. Like that's what I did. And maybe that was because I had some, some underlying fear um, that I didn't know about, but I had always you know, stayed in a hotel. But then we went to go shoot this movie, the rental. Um, we were in Oregon and, and there weren't many hotels. And so they Airbnb'd a, this beach cottage. Um, and I drove on my own, but then my family, my wife and my then six month old daughter flew up and stayed with me there. And I have to say, there couldn't have been a nicer. It was like such a strange thing. You know, I would go to work and we'd be staying in this rental. All these awful things were happening and people were, you know, backstabbing and being awful. And it was so frightening. And then I'd go home oftentimes in the morning and it was this little beach cottage. You could see the ocean from the windows. And, you know, I had my, my wonderful, wonderful wife, Addison, and, and our, our, our young daughter, Esther, and, and um so it was it was it was kind of funny jumping between those uh, those two worlds of like the worst Airbnb story ever and to like uh, like something that would have been an Airbnb commercial. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> totally. And uh, last question. I need to know. I need yeah. to ask Please. what's going on with the final season of Shameless. We're, we're trying to get back to work. We're trying to get back to work safe. Um, you know, we, we were supposed to start up March 17th. So obviously. We, we didn't get started, yeah. um, but everybody was ready to go. We had all the sets on the stages um, and everything's still there. So I think it's just a matter of, uh, 
it's just a matter of time. We, we have check-ins with John Wells and our cast every couple of weeks. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting back to work on it. Yeah, I hear you on that. You know, wrapping up such a huge uh, part of your career uh, with that, uh, what would you say is, and I know this is maybe a little difficult to answer because of the times that we're living in right now, but what would you say is the next opportunity or goal you want to set your sights on uh, once uh, Shameless is behind you? And, uh, you know, you're, you're taking on a lot more film roles lately, I've noticed. Is there anything that you want to challenge yourself with in the years to come? I'd like to do, I think, some more um, film work, maybe like this, you know, like the rental, some smaller, some smaller stuff, spend a year or two just kind of doing a handful of those and, and getting to work with lots of different people, you know. Um, but then, you know, I am taken, you know, I, I've been so lucky to, to have been on, on this TV show, this great TV show for, for so long. Um, but it's amazing, you know, during the time I've been aimless, there's been so much more television that's so exciting. So it's, you know, when Shameless started, uh, I think it was the beginning of, 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 of that, you know. And and now there's just exciting television, so people working in television. So so I, I hope after a year or two of, uh, of kind of bouncing around and, and trying different things um, that I could find, you know, I could find a home on a, on, a, on another show part of an ensemble even, um, that I could be a part of, you know, um, cause I, uh, I think there's just some amazing work happening in television. Yeah. Well, it may not be home, but it's certainly an Airbnb this weekend, the rental coming out from IFC films. Uh, you can watch it digitally uh, on VOD this weekend, Jeremy Allen white. Thank you so, so much for your time today. And thank you very much for answering the questions. Best of luck to you. Um, I'm really, really hoping that people, you know, even despite the climate that we're in right now, I'm hoping that people definitely get a chance to check this one out because it's definitely a lot of fun. Uh, me too. I appreciate it. It's uh, really, really nice talking to you. All right. You as well. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to my interview with actor Jeremy Allen White here on the Next Best Picture podcast for IFC's film, The Rental, which is now available to watch digitally on VOD. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time (gasps) no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details